you didn't ask for it, but here it is, the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. and welcome to the Bourbon and Brothers podcast. My name is Flynn. I'm going to be one of your hosts for the evening. I'm here with my fellow hosts, Hoven Camp. There is no end in my name. How's it going, guys? Kevin. Happy to be here. And special guest, Jamal Chris Tinsley. DJ Nasty Tins. What's up? We are just riddled with guests lately, and I love it. I have... I have two questions to start uh, as an interview. I was not here for our last guest, uh, who is also a, a podcast host um, with Jamal, uh, Joe. So, Jamal, mm-hmm. how long have you known us? Well, I've known Kevin since approximately 2004? Sounds about right. Um, we, co- we cohabitated for some time. We cohabitated, had various adventures. Um, <laughs> and then I've known you guys since college. Probably what are we talking there? I, I can just answer this. It's 08 eight? for me, 09 for eight? I said 08. I said 08. <laughs> just I was getting Just there. for accuracy's I sake, there. I didn't I didn't want you to get I think I have an easier question for the follow-up. Have you ever listened to our podcast? (laughs) That's great. just explained at length the ranking to him for like the third time, and he still is a little confused. He has no idea what's coming. I understand. I I just wanted to set the precedent. It's a great question, Flynn. More and more people are asking that question, and uh, and I'm glad you asked it. All the people, mm-hmm. more people, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. are asking the question. Yep. I actually meant, people, I forgot, I meant to uh, introduce you as John Mulaney. My bad. I should have done that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, um, uh, Jamal, would you like to shamelessly plug your podcast for our dozens of listeners? You meet in a tavern. <laughs> a Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. In which we're not playing Dungeons and Dragons this season, but that's still what it says on iTunes. We're playing a role-playing game, yes. right? RP, RPG. We're on our third season. We have a dedicated fan base of the most beautiful and influential people in the world, and this season we're playing Call of Cthulhu Seventh Edition. And you're the DM, and I am the keeper. As it is That's known true. in Call of Cthulhu, yes. aka so, the Dungeon oh, Master, the Hagrid. He's Hagrid. He's the keeper nice. of the keys. Um, when, Jamal, when Jamal said many adventures, I immediately was filled with fear that we didn't say up front that we um, we try to keep this relatively PG as a podcast so that people can listen to this in the car with their children. <laughs> Sorry, many freaking adventures. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to sort of bring that up. Did he uh, say any f bombs? He didn't. He did. Okay. Joe so, did. Oh, Joe, Joe did. Added a lot. freaking. <laughs> and we did that's not. We did not give, Joe's going to be bleeped consistently. That's and, that's, um, that's a dang shame. <laughs> Joe, we were like you kind of three fourths of the way through the podcast, and Kevin was like, "By the way, Joe, on your twelfth f bomb, we try not to cuss." <laughs> That's fair. So tonight, uh, I am drinking um, some bourbon that I got off of a, a Facebook group that I'm in. It was a pick done by the group. It's from Northern Row Distilling. 
and I'd not actually heard of Northern Row Distilling, but it is located in Over the Rhine in downtown Cincinnati. And this particular bourbon is their five-year bourbon that I tried at their distillery, which was not good. Um, I tried their five-year, and it was really, really subpar. But this one is finished in a honey-soaked barrel. Um, and with the bourbon that I got, they actually, it came with a little sample of the honey that they soaked the barrel in, which was pretty cool. Um, and so the double aging process actually has really helped. I was afraid it was going to be too sweet. It's not too sweet. It's really subtle on the honey and it, it actually makes a really good cocktail. I made a, a, a old fashioned with it, but I'm just drinking it straight tonight. It is, it is very, very good. Kevin, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking something new. Um, it's called Whiskey Row. Um, it's uh, on the front label. It's got a picture of Main Street in Louisville, Kentucky, where uh, Jamal and Hope Camp and I grew up. Um, it's a high corn mash bill product. It's aged four years. It's 80 proof. It's blended between lots of different stuff. I think um, it says distilled in Kentucky and Indiana. I didn't read the Indiana part when I purchased it and feel a little bit bad about that. Yeah, it's super um, unfortunate. Uh, but it's a four-year blend uh, of, of straight bourbon whiskeys, and uh, it's bottled by Whiskey Row Distillers in Crestwood, Kentucky. So it's batch three for them. Uh, I would describe it as adequate bourbon. Um, I like it. It's the honey hole selection for them. It is a very high corn mash bill, so it is incredibly sweet. Um, so if you're looking for a bourbon to make the sweeter summer cocktails with, I'd recommend it to sip it neat. Um I, I don't like it much. Uh, I just got home from a happy hour where I had uh, Lux Rose Foolproof, the one I bought for you, Flynn. It was a barrel pick from Wise Guys um, in Cincinnati, and it was 120 proof, and it was a wonderful bourbon to sip neat. Um, following that with this leaves much, much to be desired. But anyway, the that's Ezra what I'm drinking Brooks tonight. Foolproof, you mean? Yeah. What did okay, I, say? I was like, you said Lux Row because that's oh yeah, because Lux Row is hundreds of dollars, uh, and you did not buy me that, unfortunately. You should no. buy me that though. I feel like I, I bought you it. Ezra Brooks uh, Barrel Proof, and yes. uh, you've yet to open it and share it with me, so I had to pay for it somewhere else today, <laughs> and it was quite good. So um, there's that. Hope Camp, what are you drinking this evening? Uh, did you reference the Kentucky Artisan Distillery when you were talking about that? I just heard Crestwood. I was uh, full disclosure, half only half listening. I did not because this is the Whiskey Road Distilling Company. Kevin does gotcha. talk a lot. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> he talks a lot. I just tune him out. Um, I'm drinking something that I've had before. It's the Redemption High Rye Bourbon Single Barrel Select. Uh, quite tasty. But I actually would like to use my bourbon tasting time to posit a question that happened to me last night that I would just like to wonder: Who, in what order, are the assholes in this scenario? Mm. So. It's kind, of a, it's, it's kind Who's of a. It's kind of a. Asshole! Right. So I was going to the Racing Louisville game with my mom last night, and it poured down rain in the evening and it cleared up, but there's basically just no one going to a Wednesday night game after rainstorms. So my mom has season tickets. We're going up to our seats, and it's very clear that the people, that there are people sitting in our seats. They're taking up a third of the row, whatever. The row behind them is basically empty. So we get to where our seats are, confirm it. My mom's like, oh, are they? And I was like, yeah, mom, they're in our seats, but the whole section's open. Just take a seat. One row back is not going to be a big deal. We have more space. It's fine. Then, like, as the game is starting, this, like, family of four comes up and is like, we have seats one and two. And makes us get up and move to uh, 
somewhere else. We just moved down into like the a, another set of empty seats to cause less pain. And as I'm listening, he's like, oh, well, we have one and two and the kids have like nine and ten. So he like sent the kids down to a totally open aisle, sat in his two seats and then had like this whole sort of open row still in front of him or in his aisle. So I don't know. I feel like everyone is kind of being an ass in this situation, maybe myself included for just thinking that we shouldn't claim our seats in the first place. But I'm just curious what your all's opinions on this are. I'm a little spatially confused by the hypothetical. <laughs> Someone's in our seats. We sat down somewhere else to avoid, because there's tons of open seats. Okay. Then there's someone tons of made, open seats, just sit where Then I someone made us move, and then sent their kids to sit further down the row in their proper seats too, leaving like eight seats between them. The people who took your seats without asking are not assholes because you weren't there and they wanted to just be together. You and your mom were definitely not assholes by thinking, I'm going to just find a different place to sit that is equally um, fine and not make a big deal. The people who made you move sound like they were assholes for mm -hmm. two different reasons. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was my mm -hmm. thought too, but then I was like, mm -hmm. I guess everyone can kind of mm -hmm. share responsibility. Like, someone took our seats in the first place. Should we claim our seats to remedy any future issues that make a no, cause the chain no, reaction? No, that would have made you... No, the, the beginning people were also kind of assholes too, because if there were so many seats in the section, why don't you just sit in your own seats? You know, you're not, you're they not could being... Have, they could have bought standing tickets. Taken. They could have bought standing tickets with the intention of just moving and sitting up in the in the upper sections. Whenever I do that, section, I expect so. to be told to move if I'm in someone's seat, and then I just That's move to another empty to seat. To their credit, they were willing to move, and I was just like, it's not a big deal, just stay in your seats. We're just watching the game. <laughs> There's so many open seats. My mom will get over it. Okay, that yeah, was my I bourbon. The people, yeah, no, yeah. Jamal, what are you drinking? Um... What am I drinking? Well, I'm glad you guys started the night off with some artisanal bourbons because I think I have the most artisanal of them all. You may not have even heard of it. Um, it's a little ditty from Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, which most people have never tried. And it's called <laughs> Wild Turkey from Wild Turkey distilling company wild turkey 101 um it's a high, high rye mash high rye mash pretty tasty one of my all-time faves um one might say it's like the kentucky river mighty bold and it takes its own sweet time jimmy is says that what that. it says on the bottle that is that is some and by some people i might i mean uh, master distiller jimmy russell jimmy jimmy russell or, or yeah. matthew mcconaughey yeah, he, he said right. things like that too. As he yeah. sips it in his Lincoln. Thank you for representing Wild Turkey. I feel like I'm the only one that ever uh, brings anything from that highly quality distillery. I love, to the table. I love I Wild like Turkey as a distillery, and I love Wild Turkey 101 in particular, uh, particularly in an old fashioned, because you want an old fashioned to be peppery, not just sweet. You don't want to use a weedy bourbon in an old-fashioned, in my opinion. 100%. I agree. Smart. Next time you come to Kentucky, you should probably uh, look. I would love for you to look for a bottle for me in, in Chicago because it is only sold in Chicago. It's the Scotty Pippen bourbon that he came out with recently. Have you seen that? No. 
Yeah, Scotty Pippen came out with a bourbon that is only available in Chicago, and so I might ask for you to go to a liquor store next time you come to Kentucky. I wonder <laughs> if it's like that. I wonder if it's like other liquor li- liquor bottles that you used to only be able to get in Chicago. It is. It is. I just, oh no, can, it's probably can... not. That bad. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, no, yeah, we've talked about Malort on here quite a bit. Jamal introduced us yes. to Malort, and it was bad. Um, it's called Digits. Why is it called Digits? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's 70 bucks. When you go out on a Friday night, man, what are you trying to get? Digits. You know? That actually yeah. might be his tagline. I'm really finally, I'm glad that someone on this podcast finally um, cares about the NBA like I do. Somebody said, or at least somewhat. Excellent tasting bourbon by Scotty, who just happens to be my favorite NBA player. I'm allergic to so many liquors, I stopped drinking 20 years back. <laughs> I wanted to try this one and hoped and prayed that my face wouldn't swell. No issues after drinking this bourbon. I feel like that's horse grant. Thanks, guys, for <laughs> allowing me to experience drinking again. Was it friend of the pod, Taryn? Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's... Posted by Corey. Okay, so not Taryn. So, Scotty Pippen Digits Bourbon will cure your uh, ailments. It is the miracle cure. Hypoallergenic bourbon. Got it. Bring it to our lake house trip in in Columbus uh, in August. Did Bring we, it there. Did we decide it on Columbus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Respect. Respect. Did you pay Kevin? Just pay Kevin. Everybody I got did. some kind of scam uh, <laughs> request. <laughs> And he you just know. sent me $213? <laughs> I paid him, but Listen, I called old the people FBI. get scammed online for money all yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, well, Flynn, what are we doing tonight? Tonight we have a couple segments, um, and we're going to have to explain them to Jamal as we go, I feel like, because he's never listened to our podcast. I um, never it said is... that. <laughs> he said many people have asked him that question. <laughs> he's an he's attorney. Around. He's a true politician. He's, he's, an, a, great, he's, an he's an a great attorney. attorney. Yeah, so. attorney at law. So, this is great for your brand. I'm I'm glad mm-hmm. that uh, that my your colleagues are gonna yeah. public defender. I'm really getting my name out there. Gonna get more public defender clients. <laughs> the public defenders, we're <laughs> like, who's Jamal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tonight we're gonna do a nerd debate, uh, and then it's gonna be followed up with a ranking, uh, something that uh, is specially geared towards Jamal because he has a affinity towards horror films so we're going to rank the top 10 horror films of all time which will go I think exactly to plan so Kevin would you like to start us off with our nerd debate nerd debate sure so nerd debate um, debate. so as we mentioned uh, Jamal I've got a topic and I've uh, for those listening, we haven't done a nerd debate in a little bit. The way this works, we know the theme or topic of the we did nerd for like debate two in... weeks ago. Okay, uh, in, <laughs> that in is general, a little bit. That's so not very we... long. It's a little bit. So we are going to. Um... It's not the debate. <laughs> <laughs> I gave these guys a little bit more to go off of than we typically would. Uh, I could have just said characters in Batman, and, and they wouldn't have had enough time. So I, I have a very specific uh, debate topic. I recently finished the the Robert Pattinson version of the Batman. Um, 
and I have lots of thoughts on it. We do not have time for me to go into them, uh, but I will say that um, uh, it was another very interesting take on the character of Batman. It was also another very interesting take on the character Alfred Pennyworth, and it got me thinking about um, the the character Alfred and how many different ways he's been portrayed in the different cartoons, in the different feature films, in the different um, uh, 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 TV shows. Like there was the Gotham TV show, and then they had the, it, its own show, Pennyworth, um, uh, where he was the main character. Um, and so I'd be interested, yeah, uh, so I'd be interested to hear from you guys, um, make the case, who was the best Alfred Pennyworth? Which, which I want character was done the best? <clears throat> Jamal is the new guy. Do you want to, do you want to go first? The greatest Alfred Pennyworth is Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., who was the voice actor of Alfred Pennyworth in Batman the Animated Series, which was and remains the best Batman media that there has ever been. So as a quick aside, uh, not to tilt my hand, but when we debated who was the best Batman ever, I chose Batman from the Batman Animated Series. Um, These guys all picked Christian Bale. And I think the animated series is Yeah, he just Batman. said a name. Everybody yeah. else is just trying to do it. Yep. Yeah. So good choice. Yep. Good choice. Interesting. Yep. Okay. I love it. Hope. He made no arguments. He yeah, just like, said read, who This it is was. called read my mind. And right? Kevin was just, like, I'm probably going to pick that. I agree with. The, thing, the, 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 the thing stands for itself. The thing stands for itself. Um, he just... Uh, this was the. Uh, this, this, he got this so mad at the premise of that game too, and that, that's how he structures all of his nerd debates. Sir, <laughs> sir, may I debate, sir? Okay, Batman the animated series whips ass. Okay, uh, it's animated like a comic book, which is what Batman was before it was on television and movies. Uh, it's really long. There's like infinity episodes of it. It introduced our entire generation to Batman. And uh, it retains the uh, split, serious, and comedic character of the Batman comics um, in a way that I think no other Batman movie has ever captured. And uh, Alfred is good in it, as well as everyone else in it. People were just talking on Twitter the other day about the um, 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 Art Deco noir-inspired inspired title cards of the episodes. Look at it, look those suckers up, because they're pretty f- good. It's a great show. Great show. Banger after awesome. banger. Awesome. Hove. Um, I don't, I'm trying to decide if I should just leave Flynn out to dry... But I feel like for the sake of the debate, I will cede Michael Caine to him. Um, And I'll make a quick case for Jeremy Irons in the DC Extended Universe that he's come out with. Um, There's so many problems with so many of the choices that are made, of the acting decisions, of the quality of film in many of those with Batman. It being a, a main character in the movie. But Jeremy Irons is not one of those problems and 
that performance, his portrayal of Alfred is high quality. And the fact that you're like, oh man, that no one will complain about that could impact be because there's other things to complain about, but also because I think if you put Jeremy Irons' role or his version of Alfred in the Dark Knight trilogy, people would be like, oh my God, Jeremy Irons is so much the greatest Batman and it's or the greatest Alfred. And it's not because... It's just because those movies are better. They're just better Batman movies than everything else. So I don't think it's specifically Michael Caine. I think it is the movie. And I think Jeremy Irons stands as a better portrayal of the character than Michael Caine, who is just does a good job with a great script. Uh, first off, an aside, it is Glenn? storming quite hard here now. And you know how when they're like, oh, when it's bad storms, you should go to the basement. Well, I am now in the attic um, where I record, so it's the exact opposite of our basement. So if I... If I <laughs> and they're like, you know, get away from windows. Well, a window is literally right behind me, so um, <laughs> if, if, if something happens, it might be good I will face the, the tornado um, head on! <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Shout out to... Circus, what's his name? Um, Andy Circus. The guy, yeah, Andy Circus. I'm sure he was phenomenal. I have not seen the Batman yet. I'm going to, but I'm sure he was fantastic. He's, he's a great actor. Everything he does is is on point and perfect. Um, from his Marvel stuff to Lord of the Rings to you know everything else I've seen him. Planet in, of the Apes, which is probably no, I have not seen Planet of the Apes. Um, <laughs> Never but it's Michael Caine. Mike... Is he the monkey? <laughs> he, what's his name? The monkey? Yeah. He's Caesar. <laughs> I didn't even know that. The uh, monkey. Um, hmm. um, okay, so... Yeah, it's Michael Caine. Um, Michael Caine is... So yeah, it's it's definitely Michael Caine. I, I think Michael Caine is is a phenomenal actor. And, and just the, the, the emotions that he brings to the... Um, to the to the role um, is is fantastic. So yeah, I'm gonna go with that. I'm hearing a lot of slander, implied slander for Michael Goff and the Michael Keaton Batman movies, which I think are very good. I don't know they are. that I would accept that they're necessarily not better than the Christian Bale Batman. If I could be a little provocative. So interesting arguments. Um... This isn't a read my mind because Michael Goh is actually my favorite Alfred portrayal. Um, though I do think the animated series is the superior and the the benchmark Batman that exists. Um, Michael Goh will always be Alfred for me because those were the movies of my childhood. Um, Jamal's choice was probably closest aligned with what I think, but... The communication major in me awards the win to Hovcamp, who made the greatest argument uh, this evening. So, Hove, congratulations. Thank you. I feel like we, we collectively shamed that into existence so that you wouldn't pick Jamal. Who's going next, Kevin? Also Jamal and Flynn. Okay. I drank. Hove, you, you won the debate, so you get to go next. What are we debating oh, next? We, I believe I said sports movies. Uh, mm. You did. And that's more than I usually My give. My specialty. And it is definitely more than Flynn gave, which is actually less than me giving nothing, I feel like. Um, so we're going to talk about sports movies, and specifically we're going to talk about uh, sports coaches in these movies. Mm. And I would like to know, if you're starting a team, doesn't matter the team, you're just going off their style, the success they had with coaching a team to 
victory to success to whatever. Maybe they did it with the least amount of talent. Maybe they just brought a team together. Um, who would you, who would you have at the helm? With one specific caveat, I think the body of work that Disney portrays Herman Boone as putting together surmounts any body of work that could possibly be done. Because I'll stop, he I'll stop forming that argument. In my yeah, head so it's just, <laughs> it's just a little <laughs> bit much when you can't lose a game or you get fired and you're overcoming racism and it's the first year that the school integrated and you win like the national championship and Gary Bertier gets killed or gets paralyzed in a drunk Francis driving. Camaro. Like they just put everything. Yeah, they just put everything into this and they were like, and they won. And it's the most Disney thing ever. And I love every second of it. And it's an incredible movie. But I think if we're comparing coaches, there, he does too much. And so I would like to hear other arguments because I don't know that someone can quite meet does that it, standard. Does it, well, I mean, obviously, lots of these are based on true stories. So it can be a real guy, right? Sure, absolutely. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I shouldn't go first because neither of you are going to pick this. Um, but it's Coach Nate Scarborough from The Longest Yard because he has to deal with so much. Are you, to deal are you specifically, with, I assume you're when, with who I'm talking to, the Adam Burt Reynolds. version. Yeah. Burt Reynolds. Yes, <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Um, so the inferior version. 100% <laughs> Great. Fine. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's Burt Reynolds. It, it, it has to be Burt Reynolds. But he has to deal with convicts. He has to deal with his own incarceration. He has to deal with bullshit that the – uh, administration and the the warden is going on um, all while coaching up some guys to play as a team that don't want to play as a team um, and and uh, ends up winning and he he actually is a player coach as well and he scores the winning touchdown spoiler alert. so it's it's Nate Scarborough uh, he he's he's cool he's awesome it's 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 Burt Reynolds so I, I don't know what else to say okay I respect that Jamal my choice. What's the guy's name? <laughs> what was two? Where was the? Where was one? He did it earlier. This earlier. All right. Oh my! Yes. Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Gosh dang guy's name! Darn it! Wowie! Wowie! Drax! What is that a replacement for? She whiz. Goodness gracious. <laughs> My freaking answer is going to be Herb Brooks from That's Miracle. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, Another Disney HB coach. Yes. And arguably as OP as the Remember the Titans guy. Um, if not more so. Uh, we have to consider the absolutely insane odds for the real-life Miracle team. It was effectively a college intramural hockey team competing against um, a scientifically trained, elite, unbeatable Soviet hockey team. Um, the Soviet Union put all of their sporting resources into uh into their hockey team they won like a million hockey gold medals in a row and the miracle team was just a bunch of regular guys who like played hockey on the weekends literally like 
they were they're college, like college players. players. It was like sort of like a college. <laughs> Some might say like team. the best college players. Yeah, <laughs> but they were a bunch of jabronis, um, and uh, they shouldn't have won, but uh, they did. <laughs> they did win. Uh, and by win, I think, I'm pretty sure they won the silver medal, because didn't they lose in the final? No, they won the gold. They won the gold? They did. But that but wasn't not, the gold the, medal The game. Miracle on Ice was, no, they had to beat at Finland? least one more team. I think they beat Finland. Finland. But you're right, they had to win at least one more game after that, but they did win gold. Yeah. So, that's him. Uh, also, the scene where he makes them run suicides for like 10 hours until they're all falling down and puking. Um, great scene. Again. 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 Just until they say that they're, what, Team USA instead of... Yep. Isn't that what, yeah. what he wants yeah, to say? Yeah, they, like, they have, like, a real... Oh, excuse me. Half-butted game against, like, Sweden or something. <laughs> a real gosh darn disappointment of a game. And, uh, yeah, they run suicides for, like, ten hours afterwards until they all puke and die. But then they're good afterwards. That's coaching, folks. Yeah. Did you say that this is films, specifically? Did, but I, I'm, if you say Coach Taylor, have at it. Well, so, Ted Lasso comes to mind because he's coached multiple sports, um, and oh. you said in hypothetical, uh, Ernie uh, Taglaboo comes to mind, uh, you know him better as Coach. New girl, um, why would why wouldn't okay. you pick him? All, right. All he does is coach. Um, this is cheating. I feel like you can't pick Coach Lasso because that's I feel like that's cheating. Okay, so um, Gordon Bombay would be too close, I think, to uh, someone who did real hockey really correctly uh, in real life. So the answer I'm going to go with is Rocky Balboa. Um, let me give you a couple of uh, things about Rocky Balboa. Um, you know him as the boxer, right? So he um, he became, you know, the world's greatest, the heavyweight championship of the world, twice. Um, uh, and and the heavyweight champion of the world is something that is incredibly difficult to achieve uh, in the boxing world. Um, he held on to the title for quite a while. But we're talking about a coach, not an athlete. So why am I bringing him up? The reason is body of work. Rocky Balboa has had exactly... Two students, two, um, Tommy Gunn um, and Creed, um, Creed's son. I forget the I'll, I'll, Creed Bratton. I, for, yeah. I uh, Michael Michael B. Creed. Michael B. Jordan. Michael his B. Name Jordan. Is Michael B. Character. Jordan. Yeah, but his name his character's name is not Michael B. Jordan. Um, Mike, Michael B. It's Creed. Adonis. Adonis. That's right. Adonis. Um, Obviously. The Scranton Strangler. In, in both situations, right? He coached up a a no name, uh, no pedigree. Not no okay, pedigree. That's not true with Creed. But I was say, no, the son of a no... former heavyweight champion has no pedigree. <laughs> I corrected myself. I corrected myself. No, um, no formal training, uh, having brought been brought up through the ranks in boxing. In both of these situations, um, his students became the heavyweight champion of the world in both situations um, against lots of different odds. Um, but 100% of the time he's been coach, he has helped his students, his his athletes become 
the greatest in their sport, period. And that body of work speaks for itself. Um, he's done it. He's done it against all odds himself. And what they say is in many sports, play, you can either coach or you can play, but players don't become great coaches in, in a lot of situations. That's incredibly rare. Well, in this case, uh, Rocky's the greatest boxer ever to have fictionally lived, and he is also the greatest coach to have ever fictionally coached. He loses a lot for being the greatest boxer to ever fictionally live. Um, just throwing that out there. But he, he doesn't. He doesn't lose a lot. He lost for, a lot before he faced for being a, for the first time. Being a great fictional boxer, he loses some matches. He does lose boxing matches, yeah. But he's the greatest fictional fighter in all boxing history. I think Rocky would say that Creed is the fit, greatest. If you asked Rocky the character... He would, he would say that Creed is... <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I, would, I would actually also say Creed. I'm actually a little bit surprised you didn't say Creed as the coach. Uh, he only ever Rocky coached III. one person. Uh, Rocky coached The greatest two. boxer of all time in your, in your argument. Um, After he beat him. Or potentially Mickey uh, from the first two Rockies, I believe. Mickey's only ever one? coached... So there's six Rockies, and and how many? Mickey how many was Mickey the coach in? Well, three. Two. He died. He, he died killed. in the third. He died, died in, in the third. third. That's, film. What, that's what I thought. And Mickey only ever coached one world champion. Rocky coached two. I I hear you. I I was just a little surprised you didn't take one of those two. If we're going by numbers, there's like 25 guys on a hockey team. You know, <laughs> so uh, my guy coached like 25 so. world champions. So I I think Flynn's is a little, uh, yeah they overcame some odds, but they beat a bunch of like former college players that are primarily prison guards. Uh, okay, I already so forgot I don't know Flynn's that answer really... was. Flynn's argument was Burt Reynolds. Is oh, awesome. the longest yard. Yeah, <laughs> even though I haven't seen, seen the original guard? longest yard where Burt Reynolds was the there Speaking are, of Burt there Reynolds, are multiple though, better football coaches. By the way, any Archer fans in the chat? If you have not actually seen Smokey and the Bandit, it holds up. Definitely watch Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> it's a great movie. I watched it like three weeks ago. <laughs> Um, if you were going to pick a football coach, I thought you might have gone with Gene Hackman from the replacements. Um, I cannot remember his coach's name, but he does. I would have. I would have picked the guy. The well, he's a terrible coach, but I would have picked the guy from We Are Marshall just because. Uh, <laughs> McConaughey. Uh, In honor of Wild Turkey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I am going to give the win to Jamal though. Uh, Herb Brooks is incredible, and that portrayal is incredible. The odds were incredible, and. Um, you know, I think uh, Rocky does a great job, but I don't know that the uh, selecting what Rocky's five and six in the franchise are the best examples of of amazing coaches. Well, I picked five, seven, and eight, but okay. Um, yeah, sure, even even better. You're going too far down the line for me. An interesting thing is, uh, but I do th- I do respect the argument. I think it's very top notch. But I uh, I feel Jamal gets it. About miracle is that the Soviet Union has a sort of reverse miracle from when they beat the U.S. men's basketball team in the 1972 Olympics. 
or when their champion murdered Apollo Creed, and then Rocky used boxing to put to solve the Cold War. That that well, yeah, that's that's a good one too. That's a good one too. <laughs> but um, so Jamal, you won. It's your topic. But dude. but yep. did he coach himself to that victory? Or would you say that someone was maybe a better coach that coached him to that? <laughs> Rocky? Four? Rocky when, he was ended, when he ended the Rocky Cold War. Rocky was Rocky's coach. Yeah, didn't he, 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 did didn't not, he just go, he did go not into have, the wilderness and like push sticks he, around? He went until to he Soviet Russia and, and worked out with trees and stuff in a barn <laughs> in the middle of the cold winter and grew a beard. He didn't have a coach that yeah. year. Yeah. Don't come at me with Rocky trivia. Yeah. Jamal, what's the debate topic? <laughs> the debate topic. Give me the best pre-2000 action movie, as well as, let's say, two runners-up. Holy. Let's let's say we mix the runners-up. You're asking us to get through six movies? Flynn has not seen three action movies in the 80s and 90s. One runner-up. One (laughs) runner-up. One runner up. And if Flynn DNFs the argument because he's only seen one movie in his life, <laughs> so be it. I will let Flynn go if first for that. Oh, man. Okay. Um, pre 2000? Pre 2000. Yeah. Primarily going to be your, said, uh, 80s and 90s. There, uh, there, per the text he sent us. I said 80s and 90s action movies in the text. I don't think you're going to get much out of the 60s <laughs> and, and 70s. Like pre 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I could have been prepared for that. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure this came out before 2000, but one of my favorite. Um, I don't know if this even counts or not, but Men in Black, does that count? Because I, I, think, I love I do Men think in Men in Black came out in 99. It definitely came okay. out in the 90s. So Men in Black is fantastic um, as as an action film Could with some nice. some comedy and some some sci-fi in it. Um, I I I like I like movies and and shows and and content that that bridges the gap between multiple genres. And so I think Men in Black does that with bringing in some comedic elements, bringing in some sci-fi elements. But it's it's mainly an action film, honestly. Um, another movie that does that, I'll, I'll give it a shout out as your, as your, uh, um, your runner up. I, I love Rush Hour. I was, um, I was about to say the argument you made can only be made for Rush Hour better than Men in Black. Is Rush yeah, Hour. Rush Hour is fantastic too, but I, I just enjoy Men in Black movie. more. Rush Hour is it? 2 know, is say. a 2000 movie, 2001. Rush Hour is from 1998. You are correct, sir. So yeah, Rush Hour is my my. uh, Clearly, Flynn was leaning heavy into the late nineties. Personally, yeah, Mm -hmm. late Mm nineties. You said pre two thousands. I'm going pre two thousands. You did it. You done did it. I was like eight years old. The the, the correct answer is from the late nineties. So, I um I have two things to say. The first is I'm not drinking any more whiskey row. I I really don't think it's any good. Speaking of the fact that we have a Louisville native here tonight, I'm drinking another new whiskey I bought from Louisville, and I can't make this up. Guys, it's called Fern Creek. Um, uh, I've, I've Fern- seen that. It actually <laughs> is relatively Fern- expensive for what you would have expected Fern Creek to be producing. It is. 
I've yeah. got the small batch number two. It's bottled by a company whose name I love. It's called Drink Bourbon Company. Um, that sounds like Bourbon Creek. Based out of Louisville, Kentucky. Um, there is nothing else on the bottle except for the fact that it's 100 proof. I know nothing about how old it is. I know nothing about the mash bill. Um, it kind of looks like great. something we would buy in college for $10, to be quite honest. Uh, it, was it, it was like $50. <laughs> it, was, it was like $50 at Total Wine. This guy, I was looking for a bourbon one night, uh, and this guy came up to me. We were like the only two looking at bourbon. And he was like, you know anything about this Fern Creek bourbon? I was like, no. And he goes, I can't believe Fern Creek's making bourbon. I got to get some of this. I, I, I can't either. And I was um, like, I, I can't. T- I, I never had it. Can't tell you anything about it. I'm not it spending is, $50 on something called Fern Creek. It is. I did. And it is um, <laughs> specifically for this podcast. It is much better than Whiskey Row. Okay. It, it is 100 proof. It is pretty good. It is nowhere near worth $50. Um, I wouldn't spend $25 on this bottle again. And that's really kind of how bad Whiskey Row is. So... What came to mind when you said tonight, action films pre-2000, is embarrassing to me. But I'm just owning that I might lose the debate, but owning the fact that this is the movie that came to my mind. And it was Speed. Speed is the action movie of the 1990s. It's not a bad choice. It's not a bad choice. It it might be. I don't know. (laughs) Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock... (laughs) Um, in their prime, just just driving a bus around that can't go below 50 miles an hour or it'll explode. All the stuff that takes place in this movie is awesome. Um, <laughs> I talked a couple weeks ago how about car chase scenes suck universally and are lazy. And this entire movie is a bus ride say. scene. <laughs> and it's, and it's like it's that. It's the whole movie. It's, it's, the, whole it's, whole like, movie. Yeah. it's the whole movie. Yeah. It's yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like a car accident that you can't look away from. Um, Speed 2 is even worse because it's a runaway <laughs> cruise ship. And I, if, if it's I, going I, slow. <laughs> the the, <laughs> the I, machine in Speed 2 that can't stop is a <laughs> giant boat <laughs> and if i'm if i'm i don't flick through channels anymore because i don't have cable because i'm a human being that's smart in the 21st century but i click if i'm clicking through channels and i find either of these movies two of those are true i i i stop clicking and i just watch them speed because can't speed figure is, out how to use the remote is the it's movie so it's the action movie of the 1990s what is that your what's so what's your, what's your runner up, up? Uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day is my favorite action movie that came out in the 1990s. It's my favorite Terminator movie, and it's awesome, but uh, what came to mind first was Speed. In, uh, in the spirit of what Kevin just did, I will do what first came to mind for me, um, and then I will put a different... I'm going to do basically the same thing that Kevin did with actors, but better movies. And, and I don't even really believe the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. Uh, Point Break is the one that came to mind yeah. for me. <laughs> it's great. Um, and I think I think it actually, I don't know if it fully launched Keanu Reeves. I think he, oh, he was a child actor, so it would, but it really kind of personified the whole rest of his career, I feel like. Um, and it was, and it's got um, Patrick Swayze, and it truly is, I feel like, when you look back and you're like, give me a movie from the 80s that like showcases what action movies were like. You basically you show them Point Break because it's not. You wouldn't show it's not Point as Break good as Terminator. That hypothetical because it came out in 1991. 
Okay, 80s, 90s. <laughs> in, in, current, in this uh, this argument debate parameters, um, but it's not, it doesn't, like, it, no one is like, point break, that's the greatest movie of the 80s or 90s. People might actually stake a claim that T2 is, um, but that, I think, encapsulates what the 80s and 90s action movies were, and it does it in a highly enjoyable way with Johnny Utah um, being a surfer bro and taking down presidential mask armed robberies. <laughs> um, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that I'll go with is um, Predator. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's just a phenomenal ex- example of launching even a whole franchise, much like Terminator did, um, with kind of a monster, uh, which with the Predators coming in and, and hunting and uh, doing a very highly successful, very intense action sequences throughout the whole thing. So that's my Keanu Reeves and Arnold Schwarzenegger one-two, which I think is a, a more solid one-two than Kevin's. And obviously Whoa. Flynn's not going to win this. Even- Mike <laughs> I could. I, I thought my answers were good. Everyone, everyone raises <laughs> some interesting points. And actually, I'll tell you, Flynn, Men in Black is one of my favorite movies. I watched it about a thousand times when I was a kid. Um, it's fantastic. So that's a good answer. Um... In fact, everybody's answers were pretty good. Unfortunately, no one said the right answer. There is a correct answer to this, and that's The Matrix, um, which is the- <laughs> Flynn's favorite movie. I should. Oh my god! It's Flynn's favorite I love movie. Matrix. Okay. Well, and you it know, would have meant everyone put Keanu Reeves at the top, and it would have been perfect symmetry. You would have won. Yeah, you would have picked him. You, I love The Matrix. Oh, so you would have won really if you picked The Matrix. Which is, I don't know. Maybe I thought uh, it was the greatest action movie of all time. Not, but yeah, man. it came out in 1999. It's fantastic. It's the, Matrix is yeah, it's great. the greatest action movie of all time. Oh That's gosh. what I would have picked personally. I can't believe that uh, I if it was my favorite movie, and I had to. pick This reminds me of when we were in Chicago and at this Mexican restaurant near your house, and Flynn looks over after we've ordered, and it's like you know something that i really love that not a lot of mexican restaurants have and this one didn't either is mole sauce like there's just a good mole sauce is impossible and i was like flynn i ordered chicken mole and, it just, and i just have this smothered whole plate of mole sauce yeah. yeah my old neighborhood is like the mole capital of the united was, states yeah, it was like award-winning mole sauce and flynn's like i'm I should pretty sure run. they had an award-winning yeah. mole sauce yeah i should have yeah. been, oh, done man. the thing i wanted to do or i, I love the most yeah. That that was here the whole time, right in front of me, and you missed it. Man, man, that's <laughs> yeah. unfortunate. So, okay, so who wins the debate, the Jamal? Uh, number two is T two, uh, so kudos yeah. to Kevin on that. No one picked Aliens, which is number three, but it is worse than Alien, which came out uh, in nineteen seventy nine. So uh, it it qualifies for my criteria, but not what I texted you earlier. Um, also, Aliens a horror movie. Aliens is an. I was going to say I really I was thought that was going to come up um, in the next section. <laughs> so who is the winner? <sighs> you know, Kevin picked the best movie overall. However, I appreciate mm-hmm. Huffcamp's impassioned plea for Point Break, which is a great movie. However, I appreciate Kevin's impassioned plea for Speed. I do think Speed encompasses the '90s flicking through the channels and stopping on an action movie experience, um, and combined with the fact that Terminator 2 is the second best action movie of all time behind The Matrix, which Flynn didn't say for some reason. I will give the win to Kevin. Ha-ha! <laughs> uh, is, that is fair. Uh, Kevin, I, w- I was going to pick T2 when Kevin, as soon as Kevin did, and I thought this would be a slam dunk, but um, that's fair. I, um, 
I know that I've won the debate, and therefore I get to go again, and Flynn doesn't get to go at all. But in the spirit of letting him play along, <laughs> Flynn, what's your nerd debate topic? You, I cede my time to you. Thank you. Uh, I was I was flipping through the channels of the TikToks uh, last night while watching some NBA basketball, and one of the questions that came up that uh, I wanted to pose to you all was was a, a was a woman that that. The only the the only the only thing in the video, she said, and I quote, "Get low by Lil John and the East Side Boys is this generation's Sweet Caroline." I think it's a good argument, but I wanted to know what do you think is our generation's Sweet Caroline? What song came out? when we maybe we're in college, high school, maybe right after college, that when it comes on, everybody that you're with stops what they're doing and sings along. Maybe there's some lyrics that you add to it, you know, the bop, 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 but the, everyone knows. Everyone knows how to sing along. Everyone loves so, it. Okay. I've never met someone that okay. didn't love Sweet okay. Caroline. Okay. Um... I'm the oldest in the Zoom still, uh, even though uh, always Jamal and I are five months apart. He's five months younger than I am. Jamal, you're 47? That's true. That's true. I didn't know you were that old. I, um, I think the answer, and it sort of underscores my argument that it was so amazingly presented in the greatest cold open of uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine that's ever existed? Mm. The answer is, uh, I want it that way by the Backstreet Boys. It's a good answer. Um, it it is really answer. is, mm -hmm. because... That's a great answer. Whether you were into boy bands or into cool music or into whatever, it didn't matter... Um, when that came out, Flynn was like nine, so this is probably a bad answer for him. But when that came out, the the whole world was like, this is the greatest song that's ever been written. They played it constantly. It's awesome. Today, if if it came on the radio, it, it, it Millennium by the Backstreet Boys almost as album has no skips. Um, but yep. this song is definitely a, a non-skip. In fact, it's one that is timeless and perfect. And people in ages 28 to 40 are in love with this song. And so that for, therefore, that makes it this generation's, our generation's, the millennials theme song. It's the right answer to this question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, a couple of things came to mind as Kev, as soon as Kevin was talking, I was actually thinking of a different boy band song, but I don't know that it is quite our generation's Sweet Caroline. One of the things that I think of a little bit when I think of Sweet Caroline is they play it a lot, not just at bars where older generations absolutely love it, um, but you'll hear it. I mean, it's a Red Sox thing. They play it at the Red Sox game. They'll play it at, at stadiums, at ballparks, and it's just a cool thing that you can sing along to there as well. And one of the songs that will be able to bridge that gap that you can play 
most probably a DJ is going to play this one, uh, but you can karaoke it, I guess, uh, is Lose Yourself by Eminem. Mm-hmm. And that whole first verse, everyone knows that. Everyone knows 8 Mile. Everyone knows Eminem. He is iconic, and, and it's just that's a whole sing-along thing. And you can play it at the sporting events, and it'll get you pretty revved up, too, in ways since it is a, a relatively good workout motivational um, song in that nature. So I think that's the one where when you hear it, everyone uh, around, like wherever you are, our generation, they're like, oh yeah, mm, I know this one. And not a lot of rap songs can get the entire room to adequately sing along accurately to an entire verse. I know it's rude to clap back in a nerd debate because it's not our culture. But I was angry that that is the song Eminem performed during the Super Bowl this year. I understand why he did it, but he has so many songs that are so much better than that song. And so for that reason, I think your answer is terrible. <laughs> I think the Backstreet Boys, I don't think that's the best Backstreet Boys song. It probably is. That's Everybody? Wrong. Everybody. Yeah, I mean, that's fine too. Backstreet's back. All right. It's not better. It's a debate to be had. Maybe we can rank Backstreet Boys. And also, songs. also, yeah. <laughs> that might not be Neil Diamond's best song. I'm just not as familiar with his catalog. That's rude as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's my one. Don't you talk shit about Neil Diamond, okay? That's Kevin's generation. <laughs> he had to play down our generation. <laughs> what is the movie? Is it Saving Silverman? Where where uh, Neil Diamond yes. is such a oh, crucial yeah. character? Yeah. That's a great movie. It's not a great movie, Jamal, but it's Clint has it's a what it's a movie that has that existed song? and it's fine. Yeah. Okay, Flynn. No, Jamal, Jamal. What Jamal. is your song? I'm going to say, I just did some quick research. I listened to every song from the '90s and 2000s <laughs> while you guys were talking. <laughs> You can do that usually while Kevin uh-huh. talks, because he talks so long. He was brief. I was... I am going <laughs> <He> was... <laughs> to offer the song... He was. Hey Ya. Yeah. By Outkast. It's a great song. It's a bop. It slaps. It hits. <laughs> and if this You're wasn't right, a show for kids... I would say something else. It freaks. How about that? <laughs> and here's Jamal, it's better Jamal, than the actual Jamal word. will recall it's one of the first songs I learned to play on the acoustic guitar. It made many appearances in our oh dorm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's something, and this is probably true for the Backstreet Boys song too, but there's like a million words to this song. Um. And, like, everyone you know knows every single word to this song. And we'll sing along at a party, which I believe is one of the things that you uh, specifically said in the prompt. It's true. true. Um, So, it's a great song. The greatest song. Once again, breaking the rules, I would say it was, but is now something I skip. And and uh, I want it that way is not. I don't listen to any of the albums that any of these songs are on. Definitely not Outcast best song either. It's Be- definitely for that not Outcast best yeah. song. Definitely not. Definitely not. Okay. Okay. Here's my judgment. Okay. So, um, 
Hey Ya is is a great call out. I I hate that I agree with Kevin that I if it comes on on shuffle, I'll probably skip it. Hope Camp, I appreciate that you brought in um, a rap song. Um, and it's one of the more and it's the right likable ones out there. Um, one that you all did not say was Uptown Funk, which is that's because that's uh, not our generation. That comes on and that's like, that's that's the next generation. That's, that's, feels, yeah, didn't like that, that song come out in like two thousand low for me? So no, <laughs> I yeah, I was Kevin not including was, Bruno Mars on any I'm of this, regardless of when any sure. of his songs came out. Kevin is I as like old Bruno and as Mars, short as Bruno and Mars. And I feel like he was um, barely a thing towards the end of college. It came out that, in 2015. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh my yeah, god. Get out of here, Flynn. Okay. It doesn't, okay. 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 along with its kids bop saying... version, the superior <laughs> version, which also came it's out on, in It's on now, that's what I call music, 97. <laughs> I, I would have rather you Here's been like Men judgment. in Black by Will Smith was the correct answer. You would have been That is a great answer. It's a fantastic answer. It. Miami by Will Smith. Anything by Will Smith might have been good. Oh, absolutely. Um, Millennium. <laughs> Wild Wild West. I unfortunately have to agree with Kevin on this one Miami. that I want it that way <laughs> is is the song. And so that is our that is officially this generation's Sweet Caroline. I, I knew, uh, I I knew instinctively yeah. when you asked the question that it was a boy band song, and my brain went to Bye Bye Bye. But then when yep. Kevin said, I, I want it that way, and I was like, oh, shit, right, that's the one. That's the one. Uh, yeah, I, the I, only I, thing listen. that Bye 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 has for it is um, the, the dance, which you could argue is the sing-along, is its version of the sing-along New words to Sweet Caroline. Where it could have been. Where my brain originally went in the genre of horrible songs we listened to a million times in college was um, Slide (laughs) and Wagon Wheel, particularly uh, Wagon Wheel. Slide by Oasis or Wonderwall by Oasis. No, Slide is Goo Goo Dolls. Get it right. You're Get right, out of right. here. I'm Don't sorry, come I'm at right. me about the Goo Goo Dolls. Are you kidding I me? I didn't. That I sparked Flynn's favorite Spotify playlist of all time. Slide, slide was the <laughs> defining song of the Eric Tanner. Alternative plus. Alternative plus. <laughs> Started with remember? the Goo Goo Dolls. It all <laughs> starts with the Goo Goo Dolls. Jamal, do you remember the, 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 the YouTube video Guitar Guy? Yep. I'm the guitar guy. I only um, know three chords. I'm going to play Wonderwall. I'm going to try to sleep with your girlfriend. Uh, this is an important announcement that needs to be made right this second. Uh, I, in, as a consequence for losing this debate, have poured a bit heavier of a shot than I would have preferred. But it is the end of the Bushmills. And the end of the Bushmills is finally, finally the end of the Bushmills. 54 episodes in. At least it, you can drink, bro. It. Well, I don't lose often. Um, is this 55? I don't know what, what episode it is. We got that for the St. Paddy's Day uh, episode of 2021. Wow. And it lasted through here. Wow. Well done. It was, um, yeah. So and, I just and thought that was worthy of a mention. Thank you, Flynn. I accept the win. I was right. And um, well done all. That was nerd debate. Did Kevin, win? what's next? I won. No, no Flint, I didn't. Flint win. never won. Who won twice? I won. I won twice. Kevin won twice. 
That's right. Yeah. No, it's I, I often win twice. Okay, so here's what we're doing next. We're going to do a This Podcast is Rank. This podcast is rank. Ew. Um, we're going to rank the top ten horror movies of all time. Um... Here's some stuff we're not. Oh, so gonna Kevin do. just gets to introduce all of the epi- all the segments now. Flynn called on me. It happened. We're all moving. I on. called on Kevin. Um, here's some stuff we're not going to do. We're not going to debate if something is a horror movie, uh, if it counts. Someone puts it up as a horror movie, it counts. So here's some things that I don't think are horror movies: Jurassic Park and Jaws. Here's some things that if you look up them up on the internet, they're listed as horror movies: Jurassic Park and Jaws. Jaws is so, Jurassic is. Park isn't. Jaws. Agreed. Um, yeah, sure. So. Silence um, of the Lambs, marginal. It is definitely one that isn't on my list, but could be argued okay. is in okay. the genre, right? So okay. I think we have to recognize the fact that if someone puts it up, it counts. We're not going to give them a, an out because it doesn't count. If I've been frightened by a movie, I'm, um, it's fair. Well, game. then we're going to get Halloween oh, Town Two, Lord. Flynn, and I don't want Halloween Town Two on uh, this list. Halibar was that bear was scary. Oh, God. Hocus <laughs> Pocus is not a horror movie. It's horror genre, but it's not a horror movie. So I, I, I'm in. No, it's not. It's Halloween. <laughs> I can't do this with you right now. <laughs> so okay. So here's what we're doing. Here's what we're doing. Um, as everybody knows, this podcast is ranked. Every every member of the podcast, all four of us have two cards to play: a veto card and a and a challenge card. You play a veto card. Uh, that movie will not be at that spot, even if it comes around again. If you put a movie, at, if you put Halloween Town as number one overall and it's vetoed, no matter how many things get played, it can't be number one. It's out at that spot. It could be two through ten, sure, can't be number one. Um, and then the challenge card, which is I'm challenging your your movie selection with another horror movie that's better. You get a thirty second spiel. The other person gets a thirty second rebuttal, and the other two people vote. If they don't agree. We go to the number, which means that the person who challenged uh, picks a number, and then one of the other two texts the number to the other person, and we figure it out when that happens. We'll just we'll get there. Um, Be confused by that, Jamal. If it happens, we'll explain it to you. Here, here I have a question. It's, it's, okay. If someone loses a challenge, right? Say somebody puts a movie at number two, like Hocus Pocus, which isn't a horror movie. Um. <laughs> Horror genre, it's, okay, it's, right. right? It's a horror movie for babies, um, <laughs> and I challenge it and win. Does Hocus Pocus then become the number three movie, or is it removed nope. from the list? It's neither. Nope, then it, it just is just not number person. two. And then the next person ranks number three, just as in the list. Just just keep going down the, the order. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Also, okay. uh, I, I understand. I, it maybe it didn't dawn on me that Kevin was mentioning Jurassic Park. I see Jamal came equipped with a Jurassic Park shirt I today. Did. You yep. guys can't tell that, mm-hmm. um, yep. which is obviously just for the occasion of horror movies because Jurassic Park is clearly a horror movie. It is absolutely not, not a horror movie. <laughs> so um, it definitely so, isn't. The order, the order that has it's been cool preset does. The order that has been preset um, is very random. It is person who knows a lot about horror movies. Jamal, our guest, you have the choice of going first. Then it is the person who has seen the least amount of movies possible, which is Flynn. Um, then it is me um, as the eldest, and then Hope Camp bringing up the rear. So Jamal, Flynn, Kevin, Hope Camp is the order. Jamal, in your opinion, in this moment, what is the greatest 
horror movie of all time. Also, I'm gonna I'm gonna cause a quick timeout here. Jamal is like really an, a bit of an expert in this, so I also this, identify this as a horror be, movie person. This could be relatively definitive of this the number one answer if, here. Honestly, when we knew Jamal was <laughs> coming, I I almost suggested we do zombie films because I feel like Jamal is more of an expert in this group in zombie films than he is in horror. Um, because I also identify as Definitely a... Definitely don't. I don't think... You can identify however you want. Jamal's going to mop the floor with your tears if you want to go toe-to-toe on horror. I do. And I think, I you, I think you're relatively it. knowledgeable, Kevin. I'd probably feel like... We could change it to zombie. I'm as prepared to do zombie films as I am to do horror films. So <laughs> Everything. Every, um... <laughs> zombie land. Walking Dead. Can we do shows? <laughs> <laughs> Charlie did. Charlie did. All right, cool. I used to. Jamal, I used to the be the proprietor of, of the a dead. horror movie blog called the Spatterday Evening Post. Um. Flynn is going to offend Jamal the most. I am going to. Yes. Uh, no, I'm sorry. So Flynn is going to be the most absurd. Sure. I'm going to offend Jamal the most. Huffcam's going to be here too. Okay. Okay. Let's go. So I have a fairly rigid top three, and the top three are so close for me that. On a given day, they always switch places, and my favorite might Same. change. Um, Same. Today, and I think probably most of the time, I believe that my number one horror movie, um, definitely in the conversation for the greatest horror <laughs> movie of all time, thank you, <laughs> would be... It's allergy season sometimes. <laughs> you didn't sound at all like Blue's Clues. We're going to have to dub that out. Um... William Friedkin's The Exorcist. Really, probably, if it's going to be on here, it has to be at the top. It was nominated for Best Picture. It is uh, a cinematic horror movie in the sense of being cinema in a uh, stodgy sense. It's incredibly well made cinematographically. It's a wonderful story. The book that it's based on by William Peter Blatty is also excellent. Um, it literally destroyed people's brains when it came out. Nothing had ever been made like it before. Um, it has some of the most iconic scenes in horror history. And um, it's a really wonderful movie. Um, it's about self-sacrifice, the character of Damien Karras, the priest, the main character of the movie besides the girl. Um is just a one an excellent character with an excellent character arc and I love everything about it. The final exorcism scene is one of the greatest scenes in horror history. I'm cool with that. Flynn. So number two. Alright. <laughs> we did my it. My favorite. My favorite. Um of all like I don't love horror films, to be honest. And and Lauren hates them. So this we don't go, watch them this a lot. Go well, then. But a movie that I really like is A Quiet Place. I think it's a fantastic movie. Um, John Krasinski is fantastic in it. Um, it is an interesting and unique take. Um, it's suspenseful. It's not really necessarily horror. It's more suspense. But that's what I think of. And so that would be my, my top one. So The Quiet Place is great. It is um, great. It might have space on this list. It does not have space in the top eight. Um, 
So I will challenge with the omen. Hey, th this is an easy one. I don't know that I need to have any explanation. The omen was one I thought I would have to fight to get higher on the list. It is maybe my favorite scary movie, even if it's not as Jamal might find it like the greatest. Um, it is it is great, but maybe not the greatest. I don't know if it would be in one of those top three rotations that you do, but I love it. Hands down, creeps me out. Excellent. The Omen is is awesome. Yeah, it was Absolutely it awesome. was one of my original favorites. Um, I probably wouldn't put it in my top ten anymore, but it's insanely good. Um, the scene in the beginning when the maid hangs herself is one of the most <sighs> incredible scenes in horror history. Uh, when she goes, "It's all for you, Damien," Damien! and then she, flies, she hangs herself. It's such a good scene. Um, a Quiet Place is good. The more you think about it, the more the internal logic of the movie doesn't make any sense. Um, it's established in canon that you can yell next to a waterfall and the monsters can't hear you, so why don't they live at the waterfall? Why doesn't she give birth at the waterfall? <laughs> um, these are important questions. However, I will say, for the record, it does feature one of the most horrifying real-life hazards, which is grain entrapment. Great grain entrapment scene, which is <laughs> a uh, little plumbed... Uh, is that in depth? I just cannot movie. tell if he's being serious or not. <laughs> Look <laughs> up grain and trap. like, hmm, yes, you, mm, okay, grain and trap. I think that's like in my day. Yeah. No, it's in Quiet Place One, and here's why I'll tell you it is because I have not seen. Quiet I know Place it's in Quiet Place One. It is. It is in Quiet Place. One. <laughs> I haven't seen the Quiet Place uh, Two. Um, yes, it's a real thing. Uh, there will become a thin film of grain over the top of a grain silo, and there will be a, a cavity or va a vacuum underneath it. Uh, they call it the void. That's what it is. I was thinking of the word. A void underneath the thin top. And you fall into it, and then the grain starts to slide down the sides like you're in an antlion trap. And within 15 seconds, you'll be totally covered in grain and suffocate. It's a real thing. Grain entrapment. They do it to one of the monsters in a quiet place. That being said, The Omen is a better movie. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm happy to win the challenge. I really do love The Quiet Place. I did too. I, I, I did too. I, I, I'm, I'm not disparaging the film, but there are so many better horror films, and Flynn hasn't seen them. I, so that's I the wrote problem. down about 20 ish films. The Quiet Place was one of them. I did too. And then and I bolded was. ones that I liked, about 15 that I was going to nominate, and The Quiet Place was not All right. one of those. All right. So this is, I'm up next, and this is where I get controversial, and I expect to. I expect my uh, the oldest friend I have here, Jamal, to veto in this moment. But my honest opinion is that um, there is a a new hope of horror movies, right? Star Wars: A New Hope started in the middle, and sequels and prequels came after it. And one-offs came after it, and origin stories came after it. And the, and and the sequel was the best. It was better than the original, but going. The sequels were always, the, in this the case as well. The first sequel was better. This, uh, in, in this case, actually, most of the sequels were better. One of the prequels was as good. Um, but it created a universe. And not all the films within the universe hold up. But the initial film is one of my favorite horror movies and needs its love. And the answer is The Conjuring. I knew you were uh, going to say that. The Conjuring is excellent. The Conjuring 2 is excellent. Some of the other stuff that came next and before and whatever 
in the prequel sequel one-offs are not excellent. So I, I, I don't want us to judge the one movie off of what the universe became. Because the Annabelle franchise sucks. The Nun was fine. Some of the other stuff is okay. But The Conjuring itself, as one film, was one of the greatest horror movies ever to be put on screen. Period. And I think it, it is rightly placed at three. I'm not mad, but you're wrong that it should be number three. Um, the Conjuring's very good. It's the best James Wan. James Wan has a lot of bad habits, and The Conjuring is his best work by far. Actually, The Conjuring 2 is really good, too. Um, yes. I might even like The Conjuring 2 better. I'm not I kind of do, about too, that. by the way. Um, by the way. I, I the, didn't the, see the, The Conjuring the, 3, the, but I heard lanky, it wasn't great. The Lanky Man? Yeah. Um, the, the Lanky Man CGI is the problem with Conjuring 2. The, I, is, the Conjuring is the... The clappy, yeah. yeah, that's a great, yeah. that's a great scene. That's a great jump scare. Um, but it's not all jump scares, which is why it's awesome. No, I like jump scares. I'm not. I don't slander jump scares. Um, they're a tool. You just can't overuse it. Um, hmm. Do I want to give you that? Hmm. 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 I'll give it to you. Challenge the shining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the iconicism, it is, um, I think we're, we're, we're almost too far down the list to, to have left The Shining off this, this much. It's, it's Stephen King, it's The Shining, it's when people want to know about horror, their turn, it's The Shining. And it's really Modern. good. It's all, it's all really good. Flynn even Modern. knows Red Rum. Flynn even knows this movie. That's how mm-hmm. Flynn even knows it. <laughs> uh, my rebuttal is that The Shining is awesome and deserves its respect, and that the book is so 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 much better than the film. We can't and we can't base that. I understand, but I think The Shining is awesome, and it is a great challenge. I very much appreciate it. I respect you. I respect Jamal's concerns with The Conjuring. My only differing opinion is, at no point when watching The Shining. Was I scared? It's a good movie, but I wasn't scared. When I watch The Conjuring, I want to watch it during the day. Because at some point, I am scared. Because it is that good. Well, it's, a, it's a different level of fear that I hear you. they're going for. Sure. But it is... The Shining deserves its place in the sunshine, but it is, it is not three. The way The Conjuring should be. So, um... Yeah, part of the reason I didn't challenge The Conjuring is because I, I, I would want to challenge it with something that kind of is similar, deserves a similar spot, similar subgenre, like a haunted house type thing. And I think The Shining yeah, the is... haunted house was an option for me. The Shining is pretty much the perfect challenge for The Conjuring. Um, I don't agree that it's not scary. I think it is the most effective atmospheric horror movie in history. It builds... Um, and like unbearable sense of dread from the moment you start watching the movie and it just ratchets it up constantly to the end of the movie. Um, I don't agree that it's better than the book. Uh, the book is good. Stephen King didn't like the movie. He's wrong. Um, it's really good. I mean, it's a Stanley Kubrick movie. It's, it's an absolute masterpiece as a movie. A lot of interesting stuff about it. My favorite piece of trivia about the movie is that if you watch it and you map out the hotel in terms of like the hallways they turn down and stuff, 
the hotel is dimensionally impossible. It doesn't make any sense. The rooms can't work given where they are. They would crash into each other and overlap and stuff. And it's little details like that that make it a masterpiece because um, Stanley Kubrick uh, built an incredible environment of dread. Unfortunately, Kevin, I have to say The Shining wins. No, The Conjuring's really good. I've seen The Shining. I have not seen The Shining. <laughs> well, we, I, I knew I had Flynn's vote. <laughs> and okay. now it now it is my turn. Um, uh, you know, I don't... This is kind of where I ran out of strong... Hove, strong I, I expect thing. you to be taking notes, by the way. I didn't know if that we... I've got, I've got The Exorcist, The Element, and The Shining at one, two, and three, and I'm crossing them out from my list as we go, but that's not really going to help the recap. Um, I'm going to put... I'm typing it out. <laughs> I am typing. That's what I just said. I'm going to put... <laughs> I, I'm going to put Halloween up here. It's the slasher. It's the slasher film that started OG. all the other slasher films. OG. Um, and in many, many ways did it the best. OG. Is that a question? Halloween. Michael Myers. At four. 1978? OG. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Absolutely. It's basically... What, do you think I'm going to do, like, the remake of the Halloween? Like, for a uh, debate? There are redeeming like, the longest qualities. yard? There are redeeming <laughs> qualities in the remake. I just have to say, I... I the Rob Zombie not, remake? What? The Rob Zombie remake? Yeah. There are not redeeming qualities <laughs> in the Rob Zombie remake, which I think sucks the, ass. That it does suck, except I think that some of the... Um, initial uh, when he's a kid scenes that don't exist the same way in the original Halloween are interesting. I don't think they're better. They're the, the movie's not better, but I think that those scenes are interesting. They remove mystique. They don't. They don't need to be there. Omit unnecessary words. Um, Halloween is a Halloween is a perfect horror movie. Pretty much, it's in my top yeah, three. I agree. So, not gonna it, get it, a veto. It, it's me. in my it's it's my number two. So I'm cool with it there. Uh, it sounds like Flynn could piss everyone off with a veto here, and is dumb enough to do it. But Flynn, <laughs> you're you're. But Jamal, you're up next. If uh, Flynn is fine with this, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> His moral compass has tilted further north. I think he just doesn't know enough. I mean, it's gone from, like, straight 6 o'clock to, like, you know, closer to 7. I'm not going to challenge anything. I'll, I will lose any challenge that I put up. So I only have one card. I was going to say something interesting, but um, I, I you can't can't leave this one off the list. Um, one of the greats, greatest sci-fi horror movie of all time, and one of the greatest sci-fi movies of all time, Sigourney Weaver's greatest role. I speak, of course, of Alien. Yep. And, that was the other one I was going to put up. <laughs> It's a great one to put up. Uh, I'm going to veto. Ooh. I don't. Mm. I don't think Alien is a is a top five horror movie of all time. You're wrong. I think. I, I think. I, I understand why you both think I'm wrong, but it in my brain, sci-fi and horror are different genres, and this doesn't feel like a horror movie. It feels as much like Men in Black as it does Absolutely feel not. it it's not the same just like i don't think the sh i don't think uh signs is a horror movie no it's um, like a thriller 
which is the same as Haley. No, it is. You me. want to talk to about, me. though, like... To me. One, well, look, Science came out in, like, what, when I was, like, 10 or 12 years old? That it scene... It did scare the where, Jesus, where the Jesus that, out of where me. Where that alien, and I, I want to say it's, like, a, the Mexican birthday party... <laughs> yeah. ...walks across yeah. there. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, I mean, that I, was like, I, don't even go I in the bathroom again. <laughs> this is this is not this is not disrespect towards Alien, but my like my um, my personal bias is that it is not the same thing and doesn't I, belong on this list. So I think it's, I, I think I, it's I, the best monster movie of all time, and monster movies and horror movies player. So do I get another turn, or do I lose my turn? Nope. Nope, you lose you your You shouldn't turn. have put something up that pissed off Kevin, I guess. <clears throat> yep. I, and now Kevin's out. I am He's out. out of cards. And Flynn, you're oh, up. He's out of cards. And Kevin will and I am up. have to deal with this. <laughs> he challenged I the challenged omen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the omen. Yeah, Kevin's out. I'm very Everyone passionate about the top five. I use my cards early because I'm very passionate about what well, the top five is. We've also left Jamal. Well, Fully armed, which is probably how it should be. So, this movie is, I would I would describe it as pleasantly absurd, um, and it's Wicker Man, but not the original Wicker Man. <laughs> of course <laughs> not. <laughs> the the Nicholas Cage version <laughs> of Wicker Man. <laughs> so the Nicholas Cage version of Wicker Man is number. Five. That's a hilarious pick. Um, the original Wicker Man is great. Um, I will challenge uh, because I uh, this is a good opportunity for me to sneak one in that I was thinking about maybe picking as one of my options. If we're going for folk horror, uh, arguably the greatest horror movie of the past decade is The Witch by Robert yes. Eggers. Yes, um, done. It's my num. It's, it's my number it's five. So scary. It is. It's so scary. So to the numbers. Good. It's in not as hilarious. Um, no one in a bear <laughs> suit punches anyone in uh, the witch, but it's so. It's so good. good. So it's so good. good. It is. Woods, it is. Woods, it is. Woodstyle like to live. I have it. I have it ranked equally with Ouija because I think they came out in the same year, and they are both terrifying and amazing. Um, it's so good. Yeah, it's great. It's amazing. Um, Anya, uh, I, I have not seen Anya the remake Taylor of Joy. The Witch Wicker Man, Send it to the nor have I seen oh, The Witch, man. but if you're like, hey, we're going to watch some horror movies, here's a list, pick one from it, I will absolutely be picking The Witch. So that would get my vote as well. <laughs> Sorry. It's so good. Come on. Come on. Mostly because people whose opinions I respect think it's awesome. It's so good. The bad guy's a goat named Black Phillip, who's the devil. Yep, we're good. Mm. We're good. Don't spoilers. I actually do kind of want to watch. <laughs> you should. It. You should watch it with subtitles because you can't All understand right. what anybody's saying. Jamal now only has a veto, and I believe Kevin is up. Kevin's up. I have a veto as well, Flynn. And you yes, have both. and I have both. Yes. All right, Kevin. But Kevin is out. Jamal with a veto. Hope came with a veto. Me with both. Which me with both is just a veto because I'm not going to win a challenge. You still might as well do it. I'm, I'm up. Yep. The I do it right here. Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I have to figure out what I'm going to challenge with. Go ahead. There are there are many. He already made a case for the Conjuring. We don't need to rehash it. You're the one that wants to speed this thing up. All right. Let's go. There are movies that I would with... happily vote for over the Conjuring. 
I'm going to go with uh, Quiet Place because I wanted that number two. That's actually interesting. I don't. I, I don't agree that, that either movie is a top that. tenner, but The Conjuring is the better of the two. I will respect Flynn's opinion and send it to the number. Oh shit! So send it to Jamal, the number. All right, go. I'm going to Jamal. I will text you and only you right this second. A number that is either one or two. Do not say that number. And Flynn, as the challenger, has to decide. If it is I'm one really bad at this game, two. and Kevin's going to win this. I guarantee it. Flynn, is the number Jamal has received one uh, well, or wait. two? Jamal will confirm receipt. Yeah, I'm waiting on Jamal. Confirming receipt. I am going to choose two. You are bad at this game. The <laughs> correct answer was one. I love this game. <laughs> I hate. I, you know, law of averages will will get me. We have one to get. Day. Apparently, we're gonna have to do a thousand episodes before it does. <laughs> apparently, because I'm like one for thirty at this game. Oh my You're god! Real oh bad. man, that's the best so, I can do for uh, it. I'm fifth, sorry. The fifth best horror movie Six. of all time is Six. The Conjuring. Six. Six. Six best horror movie of all time is The Conjuring. Done. And that is uh, now um, a statement of fact. Five of our top six have the word the at the beginning, and I'm just not okay with that. But anyway, just put, make ahead. it, make, you know what? Let's change number four to the Halloween. Can I tell you something funny, Flynn? I'm thinking about picking between <laughs> three more movies, and all three of them have the in the title. <laughs> Good. Okay, Hope Camp's up. Interesting. Let me see here. This is for seven. I can always veto something, so I will get to go one more time after this. I have one, two, three, four, five, six movies left on my list that haven't been picked yet. I could easily list a top 200. But <laughs> I, I know. I've come to terms with the rules of the game. And I have am three currently Googling. I, in my head I right will. <laughs> so this was mentioned at the top, and I, I think that it is now time for the discussion. This is maybe a better movie, but is it truly horror? The Silence of the Lambs. So I think that quality of movie is a difficult thing to argue here, but you, you, I'm interested to see what a challenge might be or a veto, you know, whatever. But I'm going to put up the Silence of the Lambs here because it's awesome. I like the Silence of the Lambs, but I do think it's more of like an extended Law and Order episode, like a really good extended Law and Order episode than a horror movie, and I think I'll veto that. That's fair. Unless I, somebody wants I, to challenge. I think it would count. I guess it would be. Nope, no, Kevin already challenged. I don't think anybody has challenged. Nobody Jamal, has, you nobody have to keep the moral integrity of this podcast. Sure. Flynn will already bring it down. Yep. Sure. You vetoed. Veto's out. J- Jamal Jamal is out of cards. Kevin is out of cards. Hope Camp has a veto. I have a veto. All right. So this is. And Jamal. So I'm picking number seven. Mm-hmm. So seven, In eight, theory. nine, ten. If anybody gets vetoed, I will have one other choice. So I have to pick between my three. There's two other vetoes, then yes. It's likely. I can't be, I would be shocked if I don't veto something. I will pick, with hesitation, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Which one? (laughs) (laughs) I've actually actually seen almost all of them. Um, Obviously the original, by Toby Hooper. Um, One of the great indie movies of all time. 
uh, one of the greatest movies in terms of production costs versus the amount of money it made. It cost like $30,000 to make it. Yes, like I, have, I did know that. $50 million um, at the box office. Um, and the actors didn't make hardly any money off of it because Toby Hooper signed away all of their paychecks to make the movie. Um, it's so good. How do you spell massacre? Because apparently Zoom thinks I'm trying to type mascara. Why are you typing it in <laughs> Zoom? It's M-A-S-S-A-C-R-E, and I've already typed it out. Oh, I'm yeah. not. I'm not even close. I've written, so, it, I've written it in ink. The the really are you, are you vetoing it, Flynn? No, I like it. The uh, the really f***ed up thing about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've not seen the original, but I've seen the one that came out when I was in high school. Did that have Jessica Biel in it? It did. It did. Yeah. Um, I kind of like it. The crazy thing about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is if you watch, it's this like cannibal family, right? It's in Texas. It's like a thousand degrees. And their house is full of like meat, just like sitting around. And the thing is, it's real. It was really in Texas. It was really like 110 degrees when they were filming. And they really just went to the butcher and got a bunch of meat and strewed it all over the place. So it's one of the most disgusting productions of all time, which is also why it feels so real and raw. Um, Leatherface, obviously, unimpeachable. Interesting question. No one's going to veto it. Everyone's out um, of shit. And Jamal's like, I've got the floor. <laughs> I, I will, I will uh, it's perhaps so a question good. for it's a later. Right answer. Stop uh, talking. Is whether you can call something an incident in which only one person was killed by a chainsaw, a chainsaw massacre. I understand. <laughs> that person was, in fact, massacred. So... <laughs> It's very true. <laughs> Who's next? Is it me? I'm next. Flynn's next. I'm next. This is this is a uh, this is a problem. Obviously, I don't know why we gave Flynn. <laughs> why did we give Flynn an option? It goes one to four to three, or it goes one to four to two to three. I, I I understand why Flynn gets cards to play and gets to participate. I don't know why he gets to put up movies. He doesn't know them. He has he some good them. ones. He's he not good ones. okay. I have At put up one. every movie I have put up. I understand why he gets to play and why he has cards, but why does he get to put up movies? That's called playing. <laughs> That's the whole right. game. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Listen. I don't he, get it. He hired me for some reason um, <laughs> to spend no, more I time. No with role me. in that. So, <laughs> just put up a movie place. that I the one of the movies that you know I was most scared of of all time was I saw it in college. I did not have a roommate at the time because my roommate decided to move out randomly um, uh, until he was told by housing to move back in with me because he was violating someone else's room. And he'd mo- he decided to move back in the morning after I saw this movie and, and I thought I lived alone. And so he keyed into the room and I was terrified after I saw this movie. It was Paranormal Activity. And I thought it was... Just Somebody horrifying. Uh, you're asking me to. I was really, really counting on you, Flynn, to put up Quiet Place because you've been advocating for so long that this should be on the freaking list. And then as soon as you can get it on the list, you turn into this sh- Vetoed. Thank you. Damn it. Man. Damn it. <laughs> Paranormal Activity has no business being near this list. I, under- I was terrified I understand of it. why people like the movies. I've watched them. I get it. But they I are thought only two and jump three, scares. which I've they, seen, they were bad. Only jump scares, the first one. which is awful. Blair Witch is um, better. 
If you are a are... footage player, which is better, and Rack, obviously. <laughs> the the Blair Witch, the Blair Witch Project is better and doesn't belong on this list. I wouldn't put it on the list, um, but I, I actually put that like up. the Blair yeah, Witch Project. <laughs> Fine. Um, at at number eight, Flynn may veto. But Flynn doesn't actually know what he's going to veto at 8, 9, or 10 when he decides to play the card. I don't. Sure. So I'm uh, up, right? Yeah. 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 So I'm just recapping and definitely wasn't about to go. I have one veto. No, everybody else is out. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am in yeah, perfect, um, all the power. perfect position. I love so this. So when I look I at my this. list, when I look at my list, Hovecamp, can you just confirm... I played this game. The Exorcist, so great. The Conjuring, The Omen, and Halloween are all already on the list. Can confirm. All right, those are ones that were on my list that need to be there. Every movie that we've put up has the in the title, except for Halloween. The Halloween is on the list. You're right. I forgot. So, I moved um, to change the Halloween, <laughs> and it went <laughs> unanimous consent. Yep. I don't care. We changed I, the name. Right? I honestly don't care which version you decide matters in this moment: the original or the remake. Wicker Man. The right answer to to the next horror movie on this list is the Amneville horror because. The, the Ryan Reynolds version that came out a couple years ago is fucking is, is terrifying. It's so good. And I uh, and Jamal. One T word. I was thinking terrible. You said you you said you were gonna make me mad with the conjuring, but I actually love the conjuring, but this is a this is a bad pick. I, I, I understand your disgust, but I enjoyed it. I paused it when I got scared. I loved it. I thought it was good. The Amityville Horror Story is... I don't think it's... I, I think The Others is a much better like horror The Others sucks! Are you and kidding the others, me? The Others doesn't belong anywhere near this list. The That's other, my point. The Others is good. It's not bad. But if you want to pick a horror movie with a ghost and house, I would go with The Orphanage. El Orfanato. Flynn, if you want, if you want to uphold the integrity of the list, this is the one you veto, and then you pick whatever you want at ten. Um, but I don't know if that's how you want to play it. The Amityville Horror Story is a it's great story to tell. It's it's and, the Amityville and... Horror. It's not the Amityville. Horror I like story. making Kevin mad. Veto. <laughs> <sighs> okay. That makes me that makes me happy uh, because now at number eight. And I think Jamal will get a kick out of it, even if he doesn't believe it. Is behind the mask, the rise of Leslie <laughs> Vernon. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Uh, Flynn, you would love it. It's hilarious. And then like turns into the slasher movie that it's mocking, and is good at that. So it's it's one of the better ways to incorporate multiple genres into a horror movie i would I had, I, was, amityville uh, at, I, I had amityville at six i just want everyone to know that it's the sixth <laughs> best horror movie of all time according there, to there you. are other movies that i thought i would want to put up but this was the one i decided to try to get on the list yeah, so I'm it's glad a good one you know i, I was leslie vernon for halloween this year i did not know that it's pretty I, good. I don't even know that i, I doubt i would have gotten it I will text but, you guys the pick because it was a pretty great costume. I <laughs> I didn't even go out. I, it was just for trick-or-treaters, and we live on, like, a main street, and so we got, like, three trick-or-treaters. So basically, 
the main thing I did is terrify my cat. <laughs> so so you had a normal day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that cycles it back to Jamal for nine, and then Flynn gets ten, and that's straight up, that's that's it. No one is yeah. doing so, anything about either rah, pick. Below. So Jamal will pick this one, and Flynn will pick the next I one, play, and those will I be. I play this game getting Halloween all. Town at ten, and that's a problem. I think Jacob would be proud. Oh, I, I, I miss Jacob. Uh, so Hocus Pocus Town two. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the two that I'm deciding to because I think they both deserve to be on the list. Um, one classic, one modern movie: The Thing and The Descent. Um, I love The Descent. Okay, so I have The Descent on my it's... movies to shout out and make fun of. The Descent sucks. No, it doesn't. For... No. no, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. Jamal, we watched it for the first time together, mm-hmm. and you know we both thought the same thing. The Descent sucks for 45 minutes. Oh, no, that's what you said. I It, it kind of does. It sucks I for know what 45 you mean, but... minutes. The movie sucks. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, sh- it's a horror movie. And, and it's one of the greatest movies ever for the next 45 minutes. But the first 45 minutes sucks, so the movie sucks. The movie does not I suck. Don't agree. I don't even know that the first 45 minutes sucks. It's got the thing with the guy gets stabbed in the head. That's a cool scene. And there's a little girl power situation. You know, it's fine. I mean, I understand. Not everybody respects women as much as I do, so I can see how you wouldn't like it in the beginning. <laughs> I hope you eat a bag of dicks. The, the movie sucks for the first Spoken 45 like minutes. There, Kevin. And the second 45 minutes is awesome. The first forty-five minutes sucks. The second forty-five minutes. I think. Is, I think the first is, forty-five is, is, minutes. Is the stuff you of wish Paris. that it was scary, and it's not. But it does build. It does make the next forty-five minutes more epic. So in that way, it's the best thing about that the is, is watching it with somebody who hasn't seen it before, because the first jump scare is the best jump scare in the history of horror. Movies. You and I watched it for the it's first time together. It's so good. It's so good. People will leap. Out Allison of their and I seats. watched that. Yeah. And I, I was like, Jamal said this had one of the best jump scares. I don't know. And then it was so far into the movie, and then it happened. And I was like, he was right, he was right, he was right. <laughs> I remember watching it with you, and we were like, this... And and we said in the room, we were like, this kind of sucks. And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, it, it, then it got awesome. Yeah. Like, and, and it is awesome. And it, once it becomes awesome, it's awesome. Are you just in the picture I, of the jump scare? I'm excited. To, oh, no, yes. you not it's just I, a I, cat. I just really, <laughs> I just really, I really have a, a, a hard time. Oh, you know what? The cat picture sent, but the picture of the costume is pending. So that's why. <laughs> there did I did send a picture of the costume. That's the cat being scared of the costume. Uh, which I, we were, I actually think we is a hilarious <laughs> picture. There we go. I think it just went through. Um, Goodness uh, so okay, Jamal, that wow. that so is I, not number nine. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the descent. Um, okay. With all due all respect right. to the homie John Carpenter, uh, Halloween's already on the list, so he is represented. The thing is also basically a perfect movie, but um, the thing is awesome. We'll go with the descent. The thing should be on the list. The thing should be on the list, but we've got like some other movies that should be in like the top twenty. But instead of the top I guess 10. I guess Halloween Town is going. <laughs> so I have number ten. Uncontested, never lost. So, so we're getting Eddie's million dollar cook off. Freaking magical! 
<laughs> Eddie's million dollar cook off <laughs> is going to be number ten. That's you know, amazing. Let's put that, we'll put that on the Twitter. I, I, so here, here's the movie that I want to put up because um, it's it's a movie about paranormal activity and we already vetoed paranormal Um, activity Flynn but he can put it here I could I could put it here I want to put Patrick Swayze's ghost here, but I don't what? think that you all would agree. <laughs> Not that a that, horror that, movie. There is. Well, I know Kevin said like if you think it's a horror movie, it is, but like not a horror movie. Not a horror movie. <laughs> the scene with the it's it's okay. like the black spirit. See, I'm not gonna end. do it. I'm not. Shut your mouth. What is? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. I'm. I'm not gonna put that one there. This is the problem I with guests, is that they cuss a little bit, which gives Kevin freedom, and now that ends up being, it goes from like, <laughs> we already cussed more, and then Kevin's cussed more, and now I'm going to get in a couple, we, and Flynn's like, um, what? I'm, yeah, I we apologize to, to Jacob. Um, so, I am going to put up a movie that has been billed as a horror genre film. <laughs> That I thought good. was ve- that was very good, and it's Doctor Strange and the Multiverse. Of Are you kidding Absolutely me? Absolutely not. No, Flynn. No, no. It's it's a horror film. No, it's not no, it is. I'm putting up an eyebrow. It's it's a it, the genre is more horror. Marvel movies aren't horror. Movies. Now I will say it's a Sam Raimi movie. Director it's the worst of movie Dead on as the a list. Horror type film. Stop well, it. I mean, it's billed as a horror Flynn, film. Scott. Okay. Stop it. Yes, that's that's it's number so 10. Bad. I'm, I'm, Flynn, it's Flynn. so bad. Flynn. I'm 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 being It's so it bad. It doesn't fit the I, category. It does. It, it does, does not fit the category. It it's oh so God. bad. You can't I'm, I I it's want you to I want you to hilarious. muck up the list. I want you to muck up this list right you now. Leave but you can't leave on Elm Street you off the list to and pick put this a horror movie to do it. If you put Halloween Town up that will muck up the list, and I will you, allow it. You can't. This is it a Marvel off movies the list. are not horror, objectively. This one was. Is it is. This one was. It isn't. I love it. I'm happy. Doctor Strange. I'm happy to pick it. Are, is, are you guys letting it happen, Jamal? Here's, a, yeah, here's what I'll say. Like I said, Kevin like I said, Sam Raimi. That's number Sam ten. Sam Raimi, director of. Uh, That's that Doctor means Strange. nothing. Of also Spider-Man, Spider-Man as well. Also directed Evil Dead one and two, and Drag Me to Hell, which are unimpeachable. Could be on the list. Which are, that is are intact. <laughs> the Evil Dead, not on the list. The Thing, not on the list. Doctor Strange. <laughs> All right, here is our recap. Look, number look. one, The Exorcist. It's also like number one of two, the worst Marvel movies. Is it really that they've done? I haven't. It's seen not. It. I, I, the Omen. I didn't like it much. Here's our recap. Number one, The Exorcist. Number two, The Omen. Number three, The Shining. Number four, The Halloween. Number five, The Witch. Number six, The Conjuring. Number seven, The Texas Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Number eight, The Behind the Mask Rise of Leslie something. Leslie Vernon. The number nine. The number nine is The Descent. And number ten is The Multiverse of Madness. So I am... I'm not mad at you, Flynn. I'm mad at Kevin and Jamal for not just being like, pick what a different I, movie that actually fits the category. I was instructed. Because it doesn't fit the category. It's just not. I was it just instructed isn't that horror. I can't it does. argue over what a horror movie is. That was Kevin's idea. I, I and yet we did. I, we had just done it. I think I specifically said, that doesn't count. Make him pick a different movie. 
Um, and then and he walked I, away. And, and I agreed. And then you were gone. And then so. Jamal was like, ha, 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 this is on the I had to pee. Oh, well, then it's a, well, it's a two-on-one then. I mean, you guys outvoted me. Whatever. It's your podcast. It's wrong. It's, it's, it's already wrong. an ink. I've already hit it's, enter, and we have ended the podcast. Wrong. We have not it's ended wrong. the podcast. I have done no such thing. Uh, and as there are four people here, <laughs> I end the podcast. You started, Jamal, and I end it. Jamal, other, other I, movies that I, didn't make the list above yeah, Doctor <laughs> Strange and the Multiverse. There's probably so yes. many. Uh, On my list, no, you know, let's have many. this out too. It's a bad Marvel movie. It's not very it's, good. It is. It might. It's not. I like. Might be the worst. It might be the no. worst Marvel it's, movie. It's better than the Eternals. No. It's better than the Eternals. Not, it's it, better than the Eternals. It it's is, better than it, Dark it World. It might be it's, better than the Eternals. It's better than Age of Ultron. It's so. Well, it's actually. Good. Let's have that conversation. Trick or Treat is awesome, and I was. I thought you were going to put it on here. It's the best. I thought you were the best. Multiverse of Madness is a top twenty Marvel film. Halloween. Uh, it's great. It's not top ten overall, but it's my favorite Halloween movie. Hannah, and, Hannah and, and, and I mentioned, watch it all. You mentioned Get Out. You mentioned Get Out. Do you think Get Out is better than Us? I do. Yes. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I also I think, think Nightmare I think on Elm Street. I found Us to be more enjoyable. Us is I think, fun. I, think, I like Us, but it's a little muddled. I think, like what it's trying to say, whereas Get Out is sharp. Jamal, I have a question for I you. Agree with that. Which, I do agree which, with that. if if I had if I had put it on the table which it is better for you i haven't seen the original and i the reason i haven't gone back and watched it is because it's like 100 hours long it was a tv movie and it's a million you, hours long yeah but you um, should watch it it's i love good. it part one um, i love it part one i hated it part two and um i would have put it on the list above uh <laughs> flynn's bullshit I also would have put Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, and Get Out, um, and a whole bunch of other stuff above uh, Toxic Alien, Strange. A- Alien can I tell and you, Psycho? Can I tell you, uh, yeah, can I tell you guys a movie that I tell everybody to watch? It's a little bit... Romero is not it's, represented. It's not underrated in the horror fandom, but a lot of people haven't watched it. Uh, the Fright Night remake with Colin Farrell. Mm. Uh, I have seen that. It's so good. It. So good. It's got, um, what's his name? May he rest in peace. Also in Green Room, which is another amazing movie. Uh, he's, uh, check off. You asked for none of it. We gave <laughs> so, it to you anyway. They asked for so little. <laughs> Jamal was like, I could bring extra. And we were like, that's what this podcast has been missing. And we're sorry for that. Um, Flynn put up a Marvel movie and a horror thing. Uh, he didn't even ask for that. It's but you know what? It's it's a bad movie and not a horror movie. And we're sorry. We're sorry for all of it. Um, but we hope you tune in next week. Have a drink on us. We'll see you then. Phantasm. Another one to watch. Phantasm. It's just not a good movie, Flynn. I think it's, I think it's just a bad... I just... I, for what Marvel has done... Are we cutting our audio? Are, are are we still recording? <laughs>